Hi, and welcome back to No Improvement, a sort of funny talk show that explores the vast untapped potential of TV shows, books, films, and more. I'm Tia. I'm Thelonia. And today we're talking about the final three episodes of season four of Black Mirror, which are Hang the DJ, Metalhead, and Black Museum. So two good ones and one <laughs> that uh, is so great. Yes. Yeah, so we're going to start with one of the good ones, which is Hang the DJ. Um, and this one we were talking about earlier, how it's like apparently one of the most highly rated ones um, from this season. But, like, we're not totally sure we agree. It's, like, the best episode of the season. Um, I know that you're super for USS Callister, and I think I also think USS Callister is probably number one. Um, but Hang the DJ was pretty good, too. It's supposed to be, like, um, Tinder dystopia. <laughs> like, Yeah, my note, my first note is this is a lobster-slash-timer crossover. Oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> I have not seen Lobster, but I do want to see that movie. Oh. Yeah, well, basically, uh, the premise is, like, you gotta you gotta find someone to pair up with, otherwise they send you off and you turn into a lobster. Uh, <laughs> and then Timer is the movie that you reviewed on uh, Cold Slate, mm-hmm. where you see the time to when you will meet your soulmate, mm-hmm. if I remember correctly. And yeah. this one is kind of a blend of the two, where they're, like, paired off by a dating service, and then they get... Um, they can check how long their relationship is going to last um, mm-hmm. on their little their little pod devices. And uh, things get hilariously awkward. Um, I forget <laughs> what, what the characters' names are because I kind of just thought... Frank and like, Amy. Okay, these people. Um, <laughs> so Frank and Amy are paired up and uh, find out that they're only destined to last 12 hours together. But uh, they like each other. But then the 12 hours are up and the computer knows best. So they split up and then they go to their next assignments. Mm-hmm. Who are people but they date they for find... like months and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. They get they get like, uh, I think one of them gets like nine, nine months. And it's just one of those things of they do not like the people they're stuck with. Well, uh, Frank's uh, girl friend hates is, him and uh, he yeah she hates his guts like so, real bad and so he naturally of course cannot really like her because she hates him so much yeah <laughs> the, that that relationship looks tense and uh amy's boyfriend does a lick up every time oh my god yeah it, it annoys her dearly it is really annoying yeah and so the <laughs> premise is that like you go through all these different trial relationships like the the robot or whatever like the robot I don't know the AI like pairs you with all of these different relationships to like learn more about you and also like sort of I I felt like it was sort of like changing like teaching you stuff like they want you to date someone really annoying so you sort of like learn more about who you are and also learn that this isn't a right match and then like you are better suited to find your perfect match at the end and there are like people in this world where they're like we found our perfect match and it works and you should totally follow the system. Yeah, and although so, those people were like very much acted like the like Christian group leaders who were like, yeah. <laughs> we wait until marriage to have sex and look where it got us. Like they're that like that kind of vibe. That's the vibe. Yeah, it's very culty and weird, but also like uh, just feels like a sort of cliche dystopian 
novel type thing where it's like there are two people in a world but will they find love <laughs> and it's like oh, yeah I don't it know. was <laughs> it was also kind of like that in that um they they didn't do like they didn't work or anything like it was very unclear to me how the, the economy of this place functioned because i'm like they never do anything other than date yeah like is this like a weird camp like what's what yeah is going for on? like years like some of the yeah. dates are like years long and like yeah it's super weird um, and so you have some feeling that something is off and the characters slowly start to realize something is off. Well, it's also there's like armed guards who are always there waiting. With like weird taser type things, like electric uh, yeah. cow prodding weird things. Every time you try to do something that's not a part of the rules, they'll like pull them out. And it's like, okay, <laughs> it feels unnecessarily intense. And also they can't totally remember what they were doing before they came here <laughs> yeah that's that's worrisome yeah uh it, it does wrong. like there, there's definitely at some point when you're watching the episode you're like all right uh something's going on not sure what but <laughs> something yeah uh and because it's black mirror i feel like my thought was like is this a weird like a like they're tr testing out tech or something like are they a trial group are they mm. Like something ha is happening. One of the things that lets Amy let know, like um, she realizes early on that something's wrong is that um, when she skips rocks, mm -hmm. it's always five. Like it, it skips five times, never less, never more. And that's one of the things that like, clues her in that things aren't very that, that normal. Like um, something is weird about this yeah. world. <laughs> uh, oh, I have a note here that says sad sex montage. Which I think was was Amy's, because uh, I think for a bit the algorithm just keeps giving Amy like one night stands, like it just yeah. like, nonstop. It really There's wears her down. There. So like, yeah, Amy's bisexual. Good for her. Yeah, that um, that I forgot about that montage. It was super intense. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Should we just get into the twist? Yeah, my last <laughs> note just says over the garden wall. Oh yeah, the end. <laughs> yeah, because they they decide that they're gonna run away together. That they don't care who, because the program is like, we found your your one true partner. Mm -hmm. We got you paired up, and they're like, fuck that. We we know we want to be with each other, so they run away and they climb this huge ass wall that is apparently on the border of this place, and it goes off like into infinity. And they're just like, we're just gonna climb it. That seems good and then uh, they climb it and you find out the whole thing starts disappearing <gasps> it uh, wasn't an algorithm real. yeah, yeah. It, there's also a weird part where amy is like i feel like this is a test and like we have to oh, run yeah. away to pass the test and i was like this feels like <laughs> i felt like the the script i could like see the script being written <laughs> like i was like oh yeah everyone was confused so you had to add this got it um, because it was a test. Yeah, so it yeah. seems sort of like um, some previous Black Mirror episodes. And this is sort of assuming um, that it's like to join this dating app or something, you transfer or copy a bit of your consciousness into like some sort of algorithm that tests you with different people. And it's like uh, in the test in the system is like this world where it's you you get paired up with someone and you have no choice. Um, and so every time you rebel from the system and make a choice for someone, the more times you do it, like you have to do it like 98% of times or something. And then they're like, okay, you're a good match. And then they'll match the real people updating. 
So, yeah. or my other way of interpreting it was just that it's just how the algorithm works, but a story version. But I think it in the Black Mirror fashion, it would be the consciousness transfer thing. Yeah, see, the consciousness thing fits more into the season, but I feel like it's too dark for this episode. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to, for my own like hopes and dreams, I'm going to say that it's probably <laughs> just an algorithm because uh, the whole cookie thing is uh has proven to be terrifying and horrible so Mm. (laughs) yeah Um, and then uh, but yeah it it is kind of weird because you only really see like the real them for like a second and they look different they do like he's less prissy than he was although it is one of those things where maybe when they do all the iterations like some of them they looked there's like variations yeah. yeah, but may- so maybe this was like a slightly different version of the real them just so that they could test it a bunch of times. But yeah, um, yeah he did. They did look pretty different. Uh, yeah, I guess they're the same. <laughs> yeah, so that was. He was kind of. Uh, he was kind of pathetic like, in, in yeah. relation to her. Like he was, nerdy and like awkward. when they first meet up, I was like, she's too, too good for him. Yeah, she too was good. like cool and funny and. He was like super. You know, maybe maybe that was just this algorithm where it's like she's gonna be the cool one this this time. Yeah, if she's too cool for him, will they still end up together? Seems like they do. (laughs) All right. Yeah, I guess it in a way it factors in how these people could change over time in real life, and to see if they would separate despite being different. But yeah, it it was it was like a good idea. I kind it's of a solid three overall for this season. <laughs> yeah, it just didn't feel like I wouldn't say it was my favorite episode by a lot, but I I thought it was good. I thought the ending was surprising, but honestly a little disappointing because basically they create this really interesting like dystopian world where there's a lot of mystery to what what the secret of the world is and then they reveal it and the re- like the big reveal is that oh it's like not real it's on a computer yeah it feels like a What's oh up? it was all a dream cop yeah. out um but um i do i do think that it probably the one that people compare it the most to is Sanjin Apero because it has kind of the same yeah. like digital relationship vibe mm-hmm. but um I would say that in San Junipero, we got more, like, it, it pulled out, and then we got to know the real them. Yeah. Which I guess isn't, I, I realize isn't, like, part of the way this thing is structured, because the whole thing is like, oh, it was an algorithm, you never knew the mere ones, but, like, right. it, it changes how connected you are to them. Yeah, it so felt like, like San Junipero, by doing that, it deepened the story and the characters and their connection, whereas in this one, it's just used as a twist, which... although. Would you, would you sign up for this thing if it's so accurate? That's that's the question. Like, if this was a real program. Oh, I see. So yeah. it's it's sort of I mean, like it depends if digital versions <laughs> of me are going to get tortured into relationships for years. Yeah, I guess there's sort of a parallel to the dystopian world within the app, and even once you learn that this dystopian world isn't exactly real, it sort of still is because the app still exists. It just works differently than you thought it did. Yeah, that's a good question. (laughs) Hmm. Do you have any improvements for this one? Oh, uh, my improvements were... (laughs) 
sort of like different spin-off versions of it where it's just all the popular dystopian books. So like Divergent, the dating app. <laughs> and uh, probably not the Hunger Games, the dating app. Well, maybe. <laughs> I mean, you could pair. It's like action game dating app. Like it's like there, it's a twofer. You got you got your action. Yeah. Perfect. <laughs> oh man, that would be well. Actually, that kind of fits into mine, which is wild and crazy algorithm. More variables because I just want to mm. see like more versions instead of just uh, them dating. Like they have to fight a dragon together, and if they succeed, yeah, like then... <laughs> put them in different places. Kind of change them up a tiny bit, like still have them be the same people, but just like make it switch it up a little. That would be cool. Yeah. Very be Ready Player One vibes, which I have oh. not read or seen. I don't know if it's out, <laughs> <laughs> but I just dropped that reference like I knew anything about it. Ugh. Okay. <laughs> Metalhead, everyone's least favorite episode. Oh man, yeah, that's okay. Yeah, well, I've seen people go to bat for it, and I just I don't get it. Uh, it I just it was kind of. It was cool. It was too long for me. Yeah. And it, it, it was kind so of just long. like, all right, that looked nice. I do not give a shit. I'm never going to watch this again. <laughs> like, that's kind of. Yeah. I was exhausted like watching it. <laughs> well, just, that is. Yeah. So. <laughs> so long. Because it's like. It's I so mean, simple. it's long, but it can be summed up real quick. Yeah. You can. You can do this one. <laughs> okay. Lady and two friends is like raiding a warehouse. They try to get a box. It wakes up this tiny metal dog who then proceeds to kill all of them. Mm -hmm. Except for the lady who gets implanted with the tracker. The dog is tracking her and then she kills it. But it kills her. And then a bunch of other dogs like yeah. swarm the place. It's basically like 90% of this is a, a metal dog chasing this lady. That is... Yeah. Most of this episode, uh, it's all in black and white. That's this one's, like, thing. Mm. And I will say it looks pretty good, but... Uh, it's like their artsy episode, but... Yeah, so if you want to <laughs> see, like, really, really gross shit happening, like, people, heads exploding in remarkably dramatic fashion, like, this is the thing for you. But <laughs> I like some plot. <laughs> and, like, I feel like this was, like, we don't... It was one of those like short stories, it felt like, where they're just like, I'm not going to tell you anything. And by the end, you're going to know and it's going to be amazing. But like <laughs> nothing really gets revealed at the end. So you're like, that was fucking pointless. Like, you know, when people think their twist is like amazing and you're like, mm. <laughs> <laughs> you're like I was too bored to care. <laughs> by the time also, you got there, I was too bored. <laughs> and uh, yeah, like there's. Things where like it's it's kind of boring, but the twist is at least like, all right, you got me, that was good. But this one, I'm just like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that yeah. wasn't even good, man. <laughs> like, yeah, so basically, uh, it's like these three people have like risked their lives clearly to like try to get something, and like for most of the episode, you don't really care, or I didn't at least, what they were trying to like. I didn't care about what they were trying to get. I just yeah, thought it really doesn't matter. Yeah, I thought she was gonna go back to wherever this this like bunker of people in this apocalyptic society. I thought she was gonna go back there, and that's where the story would really begin. But no, yeah. the story was just her escaping this dog, and the twist was that the thing they were trying to get was just a a teddy bear for a kid. And I was yeah. like, this is the dumbest thing ever. <laughs> so <laughs> I it's can't like I waited they for died this. to get a teddy bear, and you're like, I didn't give a shit. Yeah, and also, also the dogs were really cute. 
They were. I mean, like, were it's so one of those cute. things of when you see it, it reminded me of those videos of the robots that people have made in like Aww. real world, not Black yeah. Mirror world, but where they keep getting like the guys trying to knock Pushed it over, over with a stick. Yeah. yeah. I'm just like, oh, little murder robot. Like when it gets its leg blown off and it like tapes a knife to it. I'm I know. Like, oh, look at you being inventive. <laughs> yeah. Little murder robot. If they had leaned more into the cuteness of, this is my improvement, spoilers. If they had leaned more <laughs> into the cuteness of the dog, it could have been a very different episode. We could have just been rooting for the dog to murder the rest of humanity because it was so <laughs> cute. Yeah, it was one of those things where um, they like they were like, we're not going to give you any information. You're going to have to put it together. But I really feel like they didn't give enough information. Like, And it didn't I feel really like there was anything want- rewarding to put together. Yeah, I wanted to see that bunker. I wanted to at least know yeah. slightly more about the bunker. Jesus Christ. And like when she, she finds a house, this is one of the big, Debbie says she like tries to get into a car. She can't get into the car. So she tries to get into the house to find the keys to the car. And, like, there's a couple who've, like, blown their heads off in uh, a bed. And mm-hmm. she has to, like, fish the keys out of the guy's pocket. And, like, it's it's a long sequence. And their, like, bodies have been there forever. And I'm like, what happened to these guys? Can we... <laughs> All right, you're not going to tell us. Okay, that's fine. Yeah, that's the cool. whole episode, I was just waiting for them for her to get back to the bunker like I was convinced she was gonna end up there and we were gonna see it and so when she was taking so long to like collect supplies <laughs> and stuff I was like hurry the fuck up like we don't have time yeah, for this the episode, yeah the episode's not that long um yeah but it's like the acting of this lady was very good and it was beautifully shot and the black and white looks great it just like was too simple and the the world building felt like there just wasn't enough of it. Like there was yeah. enough in that we saw settings, but I guess in part because she was by herself, um, we didn't get a lot of information about her or the world. And so it just kind yeah. of felt like, okay, something needs to happen. And then nothing did. <laughs> yeah. And that dog, like it was one of those things where after a while, like the dog really didn't give up. And I was like, hey, you know what? Props to you, buddy. <laughs> Props to you. Uh, and also, uh, that sequence where she, because um, the way it gets a tracker in her is it like tosses a little like grenade up into the air and it mm-hmm. explodes. And like the little, all the little bits have trackers on them, which I don't know how that works. Uh, <laughs> Magic. Technologically wise, but doesn't, it doesn't matter. The She has like a scene where she has to cut it out of her leg and that was uh, pretty bad. <laughs> pretty, pretty bad and bad. Yeah, I feel like uh, they thought because it's in black and white, we can be more gruesome because it won't yeah, be like, red. We can have we can have a dude's head explode, and it's in black and white, so it'll be fine. It'll be fine. No we can do anything in black and white. Here we go. Um, so yeah, it, it feels like either this should have been like a ten minute short, or um, they should have like shown more. But it just it went on too long for like not giving any information. And I get there's people. We're like, it doesn't matter. It was tense. But I'm like, and you can't just build it on like someone's being chased. Like I, after a while, you can see someone like run from something and you're going to be like, all right, just stop. Get caught. Something. I'm bored. Yeah. Do something. Jesus. It was pretty boring, especially when she just sat in the tree and threw candy at the dog for Yeah. Although I will say (laughs) when she like fell out of it, I was like, I learned this from Katniss. You need to tie yourself (laughs) to that tree. I thought Thanks, that too. Games. I was like, this is the Hunger Games. 
my god. Uh, and I did like that the little little murder robot was solar charged. Good for it, you know? And also how she, I think when she climbed the tree and the dog was trying to climb the tree too, she said oh, yeah. aloud like, oh, you can't climb the tree. And I was like, this is yeah. so obvious. Why did you like, say that? I can fucking see that lady. Oh my God. I can see that the dog can't climb that tree. It literally <laughs> has fallen down like eight times. We got it. We got it. Yeah. yeah it was a little frustrating. Um, did you have any improvements for this episode? I had... Uh, two. One of them is just a completely different episode. Make it, make it completely different. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't good. Uh, and the other one is uh googly eyes. I just want to put, ah, put a little googly eyes on the on dog. the dog. Yes, and I think it would improve it vastly. Oh my god, that would I would love that episode. <laughs> All of a sudden, I just realized that would be so fantastic. Um, and now I suppose we should talk about probably after the least complicated episode, we should probably talk about the most complicated episode. Oh my god, this is so much, so much stuff in it. Yeah, which is Black yeah. Museum, um, which is the last episode. And I there's so much that happened. I it's kind of hard to summarize it without talking forever, but basically, yeah. um, this girl uh appears to be stranded in the desert, like while she's waiting for her solar car to charge. So she goes to this museum that's in the middle of the desert. Um, and there's this very charismatic, strange man um, who starts telling her stories about the different uh, things he has in the museum because she's the only one there. And so he talks about like three different things, three different yep. exhibits he has. Uh, one of them is like, I can't remember what the first one was. It's like the the hairnet looking thing where the doctor... Puts it on to feel his patient's pain. Mm-hmm. Or no, he puts it on the patient and he has an implant that makes him feel their pain. And then someone dies while they're wearing it and he gets to feel It becomes death. his kink. <laughs> and it really fucks him up. Like he starts really wanting to feel people's pain. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then it, it ends bad. It ends in murder. Yes. Uh, and hence why it is here. And then the second one is about uh, this family where the mom dies. It's like a, a mom, her husband, and a kid or her boyfriend. I can't remember if they got married. Um, and so she's like in a coma, I guess. And they have yeah. a thing that allows her to communicate even though she's like unconscious, which is a little button that can blink yes or no when they talk to her. Um, and he, the doctor tells um, the husband that there's this new thing where he can put his wife's consciousness into the husband's head. Um, and the wife is like pressing yes on her little coma button. And so they go through with it, but it ends up that having two people sharing one head can be really annoying, especially when one person can't control the body at all. Um, yeah. And then of course the husband starts sort of moving on, falling in love with the neighbor. And then that creates a lot of tension. So they transfer the wife's consciousness into a stuffed animal for the kid. Um, where she can only say two things. One is like sort of positive. One is sort of like sad. And it's just terrible. <laughs> um, and then there's the last exhibit, um, which is like, it's a hologram of, a hologram that is like a copy, I guess, of the consciousness of a yeah, man who copied, was on death row. Yeah, they made a copy of his consciousness. So it's like, mm-hmm. he's physically there like a hologram, but it is his brain, apparently. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um and then that's when we get the big twist, which is that uh the girl who went to the museum actually knew like she went there on purpose, uh, because the man whose consciousness has been tortured for like years now, 
um, for people's entertainment is actually her father. And so she gets revenge by poisoning the museum owner and then transferring his consciousness so he has to suffer for eternity. And then there's yeah, and also then another twist. Burns it all down. <laughs> oh yeah, she burns it all down. And then the final twist is that um, she, her mom, is a separate consciousness that is inside of her head. Yeah. Um. So she it and her mom a both wild got ride. There's, yeah. So the first thing is when she gets into the museum, all the exhibits, a lot of them are uh, references to past episodes. Yeah. So you like see the um the little DNA scanny thing from USS Callister at the entrance. There's a picture of the girl from White Bear. There's the bathtub from uh, where the dude got killed in Crocodile. Yeah. There's like, oh, there's so much nonsense in there. Um, there's the uh the guys in the masks too, um, from White Bear. Hmm. Uh I can't remember the ones, but they're there, they were there. Uh and yeah, it's um it was it was just pretty wild. Like I was kinda <laughs> like, I don't know how we're gonna like where we're gonna go after the first two stories. I was like, I don't know how this last one's gonna be able to taunt this because this is pretty fucked up bullshit. And um it, it topped it. It's uh, <laughs> where I was like looking at it. I was like, I totally go to that museum. In fact, I've kind of gone to that museum. Like uh, I've been to places where I'm like, oh, yeah, that's the same vibe. Um, but it, it was just, uh, I don't know. It was, <laughs> They set up the whole end really well because he um, so he like looks through her stuff early on and he makes a point of like looking at her water bottle when he checks mm-hmm. her bag. And then at some point he like he starts getting really sweaty and he's like, yeah, sorry, the the heating's off or the air conditioner is off. And um, she offers him some of her water at some point and he like chugs the entire bottle. Yeah. And I was like, that's kind of weird. I kind of thought because they they lingered on the bottle at the beginning. I was like, did he put something in there? But then he chugged it. So I was like that. He wouldn't do that if he put something in there. Right. And then he started like dying and she was like, in the fucking water. You dick, and I was like, oh. <laughs> and her name is Nish, and I Which loved is, her face. Yeah, so I was like, she's, she's awesome. so I'm I'm on her side. I'm on her side. I was worried because she was in this place, but with this creepy dude alone, and I, you know, something's gonna go terribly. So I was like worried something would go terribly for her, but no, <laughs> but no, everything went great. Yeah, I was like near the end. I was like, oh no, there's no way to get out of this. And there was, and it was great. Yeah, it it was definitely a happy like ending well at least like because we as we hear the stories from the guy who owns the museum we find we sort of come to realize that he's like a huge dick and like a terrible person and so to have that justice at the end feels really good especially when we learn that she's like the daughter of the guy who is being tortured so there's a lot of a feeling of gratification yeah he's it's really interesting too because he's a really good talker so you do kind of like get enthralled by his stories because he like the way he's telling them is really cool yeah um the point where you're kind of like oh my god is when he um so the whole thing with the the second one with the coma is the the teddy bear he has the teddy bear with this wife got like her consciousness got transferred into it and her two options are like monkey loves you and monkey needs a hug yeah and he like pulls it out of the box like opens the box and pulls it out and he's like isn't that right whatever her name was and then he was like monkey needs a hug and i was like oh no she's been awake in there this whole time oh god it's terrible Um, yeah 
And I'm like, maybe, do, can you destroy it? He's like, no, she's in there forever. And I'm like, just burn it. Jesus. Um, <laughs> which is actually when she does it in the end. So that, No, she takes it. it with her. Yeah. Uh, oh, no. Yeah, that's right. She does. Which is, you know, she gets And the monkey the says, monkey loves you <laughs> after she burns the place down. <laughs> uh, great. Uh, but yeah, there was another thing because I was wondering. Um, I don't know if they've shown it in previous episodes because I wasn't looking for it. But throughout this one, in the small stories, too. They keep bringing up this weather girl that was murdered. And I was like, why do they keep like, is this like a, have they mentioned this before? Is this going to have anything? And then it turns out that it's because the Nisha's dad, who's the the final exhibit, the big, the big show, he's the one who is convicted of the weather girl's murder. Apparently wrongly. We never find out anything about it, but, mm-hmm. um. I don't know, he's, he's innocent. Um, <laughs> That's the vibe we get for sure. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, it was it was really interesting. I um, I mean, the the one sticking thing for me is I'm like, yeah, she did it. She she like freed her dad. Uh, she killed the other dude. So like, fuck him. But also um, one of the things they show while uh, they have like a montage of all the people electrocuting her dad. Which is like they can only do it for ten seconds because fifteen, and it it, it like erases him. Hmm. Um, so that everyone can come and re- electrocute him for ten seconds, and then they get like a little copy of him in a keychain. I was like, so you destroyed the main one, but there's still like a lot of oh, little yeah. copies of him in intense agony just out there. Maybe her next Which thing I- is she's gonna track them all down. Every single person. I mean, they all looked kind of like terrible, so you know. <laughs> It would be um, totally acceptable for her to do yeah, that. Yeah, um, There's definitely, like, a, a commentary on racism. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was very strong in this one where it was just, like, kind of slightly beating you over the head with it, especially at the end where it was like, you get it? Do you get <laughs> it? But uh, I think it was, uh, it was well done to where it mm-hmm. wasn't, like... Uh, I know it didn't feel like they were just preach like it made sense within the context of this story. Mm-hmm. And it was also, I guess, removed enough from current reality to where to where it didn't feel like it was just like, isn't this terrible? Because it's <laughs> like a weird futuristic. Yeah, uh, it was option, still very much option, a Black so. Mirror episode. Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. I just realized it's called Black Museum, which is like Black Mirror. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I felt like uh, when I was Googling a second ago to find a list of the episodes so I could remember their names, um, I saw that there was some article about how people were responding to this episode connecting all of the Black Mirror episodes in the same universe, yeah. and they were like, don't do it. And I was kind of like, yeah, I got to feel the same way. Like, I thought it was kind of cool that they connected everything in this episode, but I also didn't really like that they did that. But I like to imagine that uh, Black Museum, in the way that it's sort of a random stop on a long highway, it's sort of a weird snippet of an alternate reality in the middle of nowhere where everything connects. But hopefully it's not really that everything is connected because I don't really like that idea. Well, I mean, they've they've done small stuff like that where, like, people are using the same app in certain things. Uh Um but it's never been like this explicitly. Um, yeah, it feels same. more like an like, inside joke. 
Yeah, and it's like an inside joke, but also it would make sense that maybe some of them are in the same universe, but I don't feel right. like all of them could be. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. It would be I, too I much. I thought this was like a really good way to wrap up the season. Like, in the last 30 seconds, I want to say, when the song from the beginning kicks back in. Yeah. And, uh, like, I was like, yeah, it all makes sense now. I'm wrapping it up. The museum's in flames. We're all together. Your mom's in your brain. Let's just <laughs> let's go off into the sunset. This was a well-deserved ending. Yeah. So, you know, it was good after after Metalhead. Metalhead kind of got me. Oh, down. my God. So yeah, like, Metalhead. <laughs> it was like you needed an overstimulating episode after how under-stimulating Metalhead was. <laughs> so uh, Black Museum was perfect because so much stuff happened. So many stories there were told. Were- there was uh, some minor controversy apparently because um, the the story with the doctor, as well as I believe the other one, kind of resembled a story by um, and I wrote it down, Carl Pinkleton, Pinkleton. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there was like some people were like, that was, that was close to a concept I did like ten years ago. What the fuck, guys? Because <laughs> uh, I think this one's credited as having like being. Uh, written in collaboration with or inspired by Pendulette. Oh. Right. From Penn and Teller. Uh, oh. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, the, so then there was the other guy was like, I kind of wrote a story like, like 20, 10, 20 years ago. Uh, so then it, it turned into a thing and then I think it was immediately dropped because Doctor can feel pain, gets addicted to it. Uh, maybe not the most wild and out there concept. Yeah, but, you know. It's generic <laughs> enough that it's possible two people thought of it. Yeah, so it wasn't necessarily like this was specific. Like this was so specific, only one person could have written it. But uh, th- there was some nonsense over it. Hmm. Well, did you have any improvements for this? I feel like I sort of said mine in our uh, discussion. Uh, well, my thing is just nothing perfect. Uh, I did have the the part where you find out that her mom was in her brain. I was kind of like, all right, let's pushing it a little bit. Like, we're, <laughs> you don't have to tie it up too so much. So much stuff has happened. Um, but then also, uh, <laughs> this was a thing. I was like, afterwards, as soon as they they like discussed the teddy bear thing, I was sitting there and I was like, because metal had just happened. I was like, is it like this kind of? This kind of teddy bear they were after, and then I was like, ah. no, no, those were regular. Those were regular fucking teddy bears. <laughs> okay, never mind. But I did have a moment where I was dun, like, dun, dun. "Is this deeper than it is?" And then immediately I was like, "No, it isn't. This is fucking. <laughs> it's not that deep." Um, but yeah, I did find it weird that like the end, one of the episodes ended with like teddy bears, and then immediately like the next episode is like teddy, teddy bear. Bears. <laughs> also, do you want to shout out that scene where the new girlfriend takes that teddy bear out into the hallway, like? pushes her up against the wall with her hand around her neck and goes so like, dramatic hey, listen here bitch and i was like this is everyone who gets an oscar everyone involved in this scene <laughs> this is uh, like a different very different version of toy story <laughs> <laughs> it was a great scene also a really good screenshot to take out of context is her just Ooh. picking that bear up against the wall just perhaps going, here, bitch. an idea for the thumbnail <laughs> but maybe not <laughs> um but yeah so that was the season of Black Mirror. Very exciting yeah. stuff. Three very good episodes. Three very not so good episodes. <laughs> um, and next week we are going to be talking about the first three episodes of the second season of The Good Place because we've both watched Ooh. the first season. So we're just going to jump to the second season. And since we're a little behind, we're going to do three episodes at a time until we catch up. 
Yeah, and they're pretty. They're pretty short. So uh, they are pretty short. It'll breeze by, and it's just it's a fun show. So uh, yeah. So if you watch season one on Netflix, yes, watch season one if you haven't already. I think a lot of people have watched The Good Place. So I mean, I hope so. It's good. Hopefully, you're ready for season two. Um, but yeah, what should our uh, sign off be for this uh, episode? Don't don't get stuck in teddy bears. <laughs> oh God, my nightmare! <laughs> don't don't get your consciousness transferred into a teddy bear because you might regret I mean, don't it. Don't get later. your trans. Don't get your consciousness transferred. Anywhere. Period. Yeah, that's don't not do your body. That. Just that's the lesson of Black Mirror overall. Yeah, really. don't do that. It's a bad idea. <laughs> and on that note, thank you for listening. And we will be back next week. Bye. Bye. No improvement. No.